0: people value work-life balance in Australia. People have families, shops close at five. I feel really grateful to actually live in a country where
1: you can prioritise your, you know, work-life balance. I think because we live in the city as well, there are lots of job opportunities. Actually, something really interesting that I heard is that. Welcome Welcome to to the Asian Soup Podcast. This is your co-host Jules. And this is your co-host Rux. The Asia Soup Podcast is your cozy space on the internet where we share and discover real stories. We chat
0: about a range of topics from personal growth, mental health, TV shows, and much more. Come sit with us and get nourished.
1: Hey everyone,
0: welcome back to the podcast. How's
1: everyone doing?
0: Yeah, hopefully wherever you're listening from, you're in a cozy space and welcome to join our little chat. We're recording here from Sydney, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, exactly. Our topic for today is around Sydney. You know, it's our home. Uh, we've grown up here our whole lives, so we thought we're probably pretty, like, you know, qualified to speak to it. Um, so, yeah, very excited. I think so as well. Like, I, we're very qualified, I think, <laughs> to speak on this
1: topic. We've been living here for... 30 years. Okay, that just revealed our our (laughs) ages, but 30 something years. And I think speaking about us both chatting about this topic might be like a nice way to, you know, like zoom out, step back and really appreciate the city for what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree.
1: Yeah. Well, Rox, actually, before we get into the podcast topic, Mm -hmm. I actually have
0: something really random to say because I just need to get it off my chest. Yes. Um, Sure. (laughs) Julia had this like random fact she wanted to share in the podcast and I'm waiting for it. And this is the first moment she's sharing it with me. Yes, that is correct. So
1: (laughs) I wanted to share it because, you know, when we record, like we look at ourselves on camera, like, you know, when we're Editing and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's something I've been doing lately that I'm wondering like, mm, I wonder if it's going to change the way I look. What? Right? Okay, what did so you do? Something I've been doing lately is this thing called mewing. Have What's, you heard of it? No, no. Oh, so you've never heard of What's it. What's mewing? So mewing is like this technique where... <laughs> <laughs> mewing is this technique where you put your tongue on the top of your... On the roof of your mouth. Mm -hmm. So, if this is the roof of your mouth, you put your tongue completely on the top, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't let your tongue touch your teeth. And Mm -hmm. when you do that, it's meant to have this like uplifting effect on your jaw, like on your face. Really? Is it working?
0: Is it working?
1: Does it work? Well, I've been doing it for like maybe a week or two now. And honestly, in the beginning... My throat started hurting. Okay, my but how throat, long do you need to do it for? Like twenty four seven. So I would w- I would sleep with it. I would how wake do you up. Control that when you're sleeping. So before I sleep, I'll just put my tongue on the roof of my mouth, mm-hmm. and then I'll but not touching your teeth.
0: Yeah, because apparently that can. I'm function. trying to do it now.
1: It's hard. It's really really hard. And can you can in the you beginning.
0: see the difference right now when you do it?
1: No, it's no. not really like an immediate change. It's like. <laughs> After a while, you notice it. Okay. And no joke, I think I look different. Really? Yeah. Do you so, have more of a jaw now? I think I do. Like, like a that's why line? I, that's why I wanted to flag it in this episode because I want to see if I look different from
0: this episode and the previous episode. Does it help with the double chin thing? Yes. Because that's what is happening to me now in my early 30s. You need a fully. Th- it's a thing, and um, I, sometimes I look at these video videos, and I'm like, "Well, what do you, do you do about this mewing?" <laughs> mewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and,
1: okay. <laughs> no joke. Even is like my partner. He's like, "You look really different."
0: Like, can you just move out okay, wait, this just- way for the mic because the mic's covering your face right okay, now? Okay, so for our audio listeners.
1: I'm just gonna show my face to rocks. Okay, be right back.
0: Something's different. I guess maybe. I don't know what's different. But it's is the it, mewing. Is it, you're like- is it because it's you're straining it in a certain way that I get that when you put your tongue on your roof like that though, something is different. Like the you're forcing your muscle to be that way.
1: Yeah, but it also does this like jaw thing. Jaw thing, and your the whole structure of your face changes. Mm. And you really need to see some of these mewing like before and after videos. Oh
0: my gosh, I need to see them right now. <laughs> can we pause <laughs> now, Jackie? I really. Can what? I, can I just show you? Just show me some before and after photos. Okay, I'm
1: gonna just jump onto Google. Okay, right let's now. Google
0: and it. also, is this an Asian thing? no it's not no <laughs> does it change the way you speak no okay you know who looks like they're mewing all the time who kira knightley and she yeah. has a great like yeah. Jaw thing. yeah yeah she looks like Probably. she's mewing
1: all the time okay have a look at this so that's like one month it's like it helps with the double chin but look at this guy Ah, oh. Do you know what I mean? It's like the mewing, what it does, it's like it does this weird thing where it changes the structure of your face like that. Look at that.
0: So you just do it all the time when you're not speaking? Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm just doing it all the time.
0: I wonder if you... Oh, so, look, but you have to look. be conscious though. Like so, you have to consciously do it. So if you look like this, mm-hmm. you can look <laughs> like this. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Is this for real? Is it scientifically okay, proven? So okay, this wait, is the sorry. Thing. This, this is, is, is such a segue.
1: This is a thing. Like, it's not like, scientifically scientifically proven. What if
0: people, like, like, what if those people are just doing surgery? It
1: could be. Yeah, there's mm. no science behind it. But you know what? I can see a difference. And mm. you know what Ryder said? He actually said the ends of my mouth, it used to go down, like slant down, mm-hmm. but he said now they slant up like this after mewing,
0: oh, and it also looks like you're smiling a bit more, like naturally.
1: It's the mewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's the it's, it's, it's fact.
0: Rayo doing it too.
1: Yes, yeah, so he knew about it like ages ago. Really, and he was telling me about you're it like, and I was why like, didn't you eh, tell Whatever. Me? Yeah. No, no, no. I, oh. I was like, as if that's gonna work. Blah blah, mm-hmm. blah blah. And then three months later, I'm like, have you heard of mewing? And I'm like, he's like, yeah. That's what I told you to do, three months ago. So I'm a bit late. Um, but okay. Now you well, can thanks for sharing. Try.
0: Now I can do it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> I'm like doing seriously, it seriously.
1: Like my throat was hurting. That was like, mm-hmm. the weird part. Like these muscles. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. Anyways, I can talk about it forever. Now I'm being really conscious about it. But I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll do it later. Yeah, do it later. But yeah, that's my random fact. Mm-hmm. Pretty good random fact. We can move on to the topic of the day, which is topic
1: of the day. Living yeah, in Sydney. living in
0: Sydney. Um, what would you tell someone about Sydney if they have never been here before? How would you describe it to them?
1: Okay, so Sydney, to someone who's never been here, how would I describe Sydney? I would say Sydney is a very multicultural place. Mm. I would say Sydney is... We have nature, Mm -hmm. we have the city, we have the CBD, we have like beaches, forests, good cafes and I'll just say it's a really nice place to just come and try a little bit of everything and I'll definitely add in that we have good weather. How about you? Well, how would you describe Sydney to someone?
0: I, I, I agree with all of those things. I feel like if someone's never been here before, if they're Australian or not Australian, I think if you're visiting Australia, you'll probably need to fly into Sydney or Melbourne anyway. Um, there's, there's a lot to do here. Like you said, Like it's also a big city. So you get the city life and you get the nature. Sydney's quite a big and spread out, city like urban sprawl and suburban like it gets very suburban so there's all types of cultures multicultural areas and food and all sorts of things to do but it's hard to say because even though it's a big city it's not Australia is really tiny compared to the rest of the world so to us it's a big city but maybe if someone say from if I'm describing it to someone who's from a bigger city overseas I'd probably be say that it's laid back it's more chill if I was describing it to like friends in Hong Kong I'd definitely say people walk slower here Mm. Uh, it's just a bit more relaxed wherever you're going and yeah it's very beautiful I would say like you know the beaches are very beautiful the food is really delicious and I just love that it's a coastal city I love all, most coastal cities, but I think Sydney being my home, I I actually can't imagine m- or want to move, move in an inland city. Does that make sense? Because there's a lot of cities that are inland. Yeah, right. Overseas or wherever, like, even in Sydney, but...
1: Like Texas or like... One yeah, of those,
0: like. yeah, like not a coastal city. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love that it's coastal, it's a city and yeah, it's our home, so...
1: Yeah, it's funny how you say, like, you'll say, have a different answer for different people. Yeah. Because I was thinking, if you're describing Sydney to someone in another
0: Australian city. Yeah, then it's really busy to them. It's really busy. Yeah. <laughs> you would say, and oh. And it's fast-paced t- for yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, you would say,
1: like, oh, the parking's really yeah. bad here. The yeah. Traffic's oh, really the traffic's really bad Oh, the traffic's really bad, yeah. Yeah, and everyone's, like, in the rat race and, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. would describe it differently, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, to someone in, like, Asia, you'd be like, oh, all the shops close at Yeah,
0: yeah, everyone's at home, you know, by six or seven. Yeah. Well, what what do you think
1: about, like, working in Sydney? What do you think Mm -hmm. working in Sydney is like? Mm,
0: I reckon it depends on the industry you're in. I think it's pretty good working in Sydney, the downside about Australia maybe is the the tax the tax rate is a lot higher than, say, Hong Kong. But working in Sydney, I think the pace is pretty healthy. It's not too much. Where well, it depends what you're doing and mm. it depends on your manager and your your business. But in general, the culture people value like work-life balance in Australia. I feel like people have families. People, you know, shops close at five. No one's going to try and be at work till 10 p.m. Whereas if, in Hong Kong, people are there for, you know, who who knows what. Like, yeah, just the values are very different because people mm. care about going to work out um, before or after work. They care about walking their dogs or, uh, or, you know, it's just they have other stuff. Yeah, like for our listeners – Rocks
1: lived in Hong Kong for oh, four oh, years. Yeah, I feel like
0: I need to say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So, for context, uh, I lived in Hong Kong for, like, almost five years um, before moving back last year. So, I've worked in Sydney and Hong Kong, like, both. Yeah. Maybe share a little bit, like, what you do
1: and what you did there because, like, maybe that could be also your role that made you realize, like, there's a difference in culture or maybe... yeah
0: okay well in Hong Kong I guess yeah like I said it depends on your industry but in Hong Kong I was working at a fashion brand in digital e-commerce space right now I'm also in digital e-commerce and both roles were kind of project management kind of roles so a lot of like campaign work launching digital campaigns for like certain brands or that brand that I'd be working for so Hong Kong's just super fast. It's just so fast that it's so easy to get things done there. Whereas here, <laughs> I feel like it's takes a while. Like if in Hong Kong I needed to print something, I could just go down the road and it's done in like two seconds. Whereas in a Sydney, I need to order it, maybe drive to office works, maybe mm. um put in, you know, need to wait two days. Like things here are just a lot slower in a different way. And, you know, people there, the culture is just about overtime. It's expected of you to overtime. Uh, It's almost like if you overtime more, you're more hardworking. So there's a lot of that around Asia, I think, in in general. Um, But in Australia, I don't think. Luckily, where I am now, I think people value it more. You know, if people are working past six, it's like, oh, that that's pretty bad, you know, or, you know, why aren't you, you know, off work or doing other things? So, yeah, I guess that's the difference. Mm,
1: that is so nice that you have that culture, at least because it aligns with me. I'm saying it's nice. Yeah. But having someone be like, go live your life. It's, yeah. out, you know, outside of work hours now, don't work. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. That also comes down to, yeah, where we work or what. What we do, what we do, right? Too right, because mm. it's not the same for everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Working in Sydney, I think, because I can't really compare it with mm. working in Asia, for example. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have a really good answer because mm-hmm. you've had those like two experiences. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, sometimes I just worry that oh, am I stereotyping mm-hmm. working in working in Hong Kong? But. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully not, but it's just my experience. But yeah,
1: yeah. Well, Um, from what I hear, like mm -hmm. from my cousins and like some friends who work in Korea, Mm -hmm. it sounds like I actually thought that the you know working overtime culture has it's a thing of a past now. I actually thought that. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah, I actually thought that you know. Yeah, it's changed a lot there because it was quite similar in Korea like overtime mm-hmm. was a thing, mm-hmm. got to listen to your superiors and all that. Mm-hmm. But from what I heard, from what I hear now, like only some companies might do that seriously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but most um companies, they kind of just don't working overtime culture.
0: It's more more prominent yeah than the whole yeah work from life balance. Still. Yeah. I would say like a, another thing about working in Sydney or in general Australia versus Hong Kong is the the culture in the office as well. I think the Western way of working, people speak up more I, yeah, and it's right. more your voice is more valued yep. here. Even though there is still hierarchy here, I think people value, you know, it's a de- democratic you know, country, people value you speaking up, I think, which is nice. Here. Yeah. Because there's, Australia also has a lot of regulations like fair work or, you know, fair trade. You can't just be an employer and get away with stuff. Whereas in Asia, depending on where you are, you could get away with some shit
1: there. Yeah. You that's know? so true. Yeah. I love watching Korean dramas. A, no, a day in my life as a, whatever job role oh, type of yeah. YouTube videos, yeah. um, especially in different cities, mm-hmm. because I love seeing how other people work and you know yeah, what they do, what they do, what their yeah. day-to-day is like. Yeah. Is it full of meetings or is it full of, you know, mm-hmm. doing tasks? Like what is it, especially mm-hmm. like in different countries, like mm-hmm. especially if it's like Germany or like mm-hmm. somewhere in Europe, I'm like, oh, that's so interesting, mm-hmm. like that things are different then. Mm-hmm. So I guess like I compare it in that way. But from what I can, from what I can experience, yeah, every com- company is different. Mm. But if you do want the work-life balance, mm. you can get it in Sydney. Yeah, you can. You can get it. Like you just have to find the right company for you. There yeah. are definitely companies that work yeah. overtime. Yeah, and that is the norm. But
0: you can find something else, unless it's your industry. Unless you're some I don't know, doctor or crazy lawyer or in some yeah. industry that or role where it's needed yeah but in general yeah i agree you can definitely find something more relaxed in sydney yeah if you look for it it's
1: definitely there whereas if you're in asia it's probably the anomaly and it's an anomaly like to find a company that really values it that's just based off you know what What we we hear what we hear from people (laughs) we know
0: yeah might i might be generalizing but yeah and my yeah my own experience which might not be anyone else's but yeah yeah
1: but overall like i think we must be happy because we're still here working (laughs) in sydney (laughs) yeah i I mean i like it and especially like the work from home oh yeah flexibility thank god in sydney it's actually quite uh for working from home yeah so if it's oh you have to come into the office there's actually a bit more resistance yeah yeah i think it is like that around all of the world i think yeah yeah even um elon musk did you see? Yeah, that?
0: he he tried to get his workers back to back. work.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you you have to be in the office, if you are, yeah, not if you are so, in the office, 40 yeah. Hours like
0: I said, in general, having that culture to push back as workers, mm. I think that's more common in Sydney. Whereas, if it was my old Hong Kong job, it would have been like, oh, okay, I guess everyone has to go back because. That's what HR said. Then everyone has to go back. There's no. Yeah. There's not as much. People will complain. Yeah, but they don't have like the. They don't complain in front of the bosses, or yeah. they might not do anything about it. Like nothing gets done. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But here, people will just be like, "Oh, you know, I'll quit or something." Yeah, it's yeah. definitely more top down in yeah.
1: like Asia. Yeah, and here. I feel like it, it is top down, but still, it is bottom up too. Mm-hmm. Like people can have the choice yeah, right and, now. Yeah, anyway. and they say yeah. s- they speak up. Not everyone, but there's more people speaking up, and it's—it's it's almost encouraged to speak mm-hmm. up. I mean, depending on the company, but yeah. overall, overall, if we zoom out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- I feel really grateful to actually live in a country where you can prioritize your you know, work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And there are so many – I think because we live in the city as well, there are lots of job opportunities Mm -hmm. and options. And actually something really interesting that I heard is that if you have a hospitality job Mm -hmm. in Sydney, even though it's really expensive to live in Sydney, Mm -hmm. you can actually, like, get by. Yeah. Because the
0: minimum wage here in Australia is – high yeah compared to the rest of the world yeah yeah. we don't have tipping system we yeah yeah always say even if you work as a checkout chick like you'll you'll probably be okay and be able to have a family and stuff like because you know you'll be able to pay rent you'll be able to but that's just us generalizing because there are some rental there's a rental crisis in Mm. australia right now (laughs) So, there are some people that are disadvantaged, but in general, uh, we're pretty lucky. Compared to the rest yeah, of the world? Yeah, compared to like America or something.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know if America has this, but like in Australia, you have like... So, the minimum wage is like $19 or something like that, mm-hmm. 19 Australian dollars. And then on Saturday, I think it's like you get a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, I think you get like $35 an hour. Yeah. So, $35 an hour, like you know, that's pretty good. You can definitely, I feel like... You can definitely get by. Get by. Yeah. 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 So I think that's a really cool thing, especially if you live on that, you know, in the suburbs and you have a hospitality job, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Like, that's why I was working in hospitality um, for the longest time because it's,
0: it's fun and, you know... Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's also how I... Yeah, saved up to go to France and stuff, like, Mm. during uni, doing casual jobs. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good, it's good.
1: So, Rox, do you currently... I already know the answer to this, but for (laughs) our listeners, do you live in the city or near the city or do you live in the suburbs? So...
0: Right now, I live in the suburbs and um, I also grew up in the suburbs, but in probably like my mid-20s or early 20s, I lived near the inner city or near like walking distance to the city, you know, like when you're growing up and you want to be close to everything. But now, I'm back in the burbs. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back, bitches. And I'm back close to you as well which is lucky you're my like suburban buddy near near this area yeah
1: okay so i live in the suburbs and every time i
0: I oh yeah i answered for you yeah no it's all good like every
1: time i i'm really proud to live in the suburbs
0: yeah and every time
1: i say something really you know proud of it Mm -hmm. rocks you're always like oh it's so nice that you 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 have the pride.
0: Yeah. You have the pride. I'm working towards it. I'm working towards it. Because this is a new area for me too. Mm. And then I didn't grow up in this area. So, Mm. and then my own area where my parents are from, I'm also not that proud of that area. I just thought it was always a bit far from the city. There's no reason for people to go where my parents were. It's more just you know, a suburb where people go live, right? Like there's no cool stuff to do around there. But I think around here, there's definitely a lot of Asian restaurants and where I live right now, I'm walking distance to like that Chinese grocery place we got hot pot stuff at and um, near a gym. So I feel pretty lucky where I am now. But yeah, it's not, I'm getting there. I'm getting there because cause I, I was telling you sometimes I feel mm. FOMO mm. because I still have a lot of friends who live in the inner city area and I'm like, oh, I'm missing out on so much. Not so much but, you know, eating out and, um, I don't know, going to bars and stuff. Not that I want to do that anyway. Like mm. I, think, I think, again, I'm like it's not that I want to do that. I just feel like it's different. Like it's definitely different living in the burbs. Than living near the city, I, I know what that. Do you know what I mean? Is. Yeah,
1: because yeah. I feel that too. It's just I don't feel it all the time, but it's really when when you're out in the city
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you go to a nice restaurant and yeah. like you walk you know, after dinner, you might go to a bar or a yeah. like dessert place or something. Yeah. and you think, oh, how nice would it be just to walk down walk the street? Home? Yeah. Or yes. Actually, even on the weekend, I'm like, oh, well, how nice would it be if I could just walk downstairs and walk to a local cafe and go to some like markets and walk along the sydney harbour like there's so many nice walks in the city or go to the museum or go look at the shops like there's so many things you can do if you're living in the city yeah whereas in the suburbs you really need to plan everything you've got to drive out everywhere yeah firstly so you've got to time everything like if you're going to have lunch
0: you got, sure you, got a, you got to make sure you got to
1: get – it's a little bit more error. Like yeah. you got to think about parking. you got to think about
0: – Getting the train or parking for the train station. Is
1: there traffic? Yeah.
0: You know. So, that was literally what I was dreading coming Which back part? to Sydney. Because I remember back in the day, like going to uni or um, going to work and having to drive – and park near a station, but then all the parking near the station is actually 2p, like 2p is like 2 hours or something, 2 hour parking yeah. or 4p. And then it gets to like, I don't know. And then it gets further and further. So you're, you end up walking like five blocks or like four blocks away. So you're driving from home, you park near the station, which is five blocks away from mm-hmm. the station. You walk to the station you catch the train to the city and yeah. do whatever you're doing, like uni yeah. or work or whatever. And then after dinner, like you said, you're like, Oh shit, I gotta get back to the car yeah. before I can even get home. So yeah. catch the train, back to the station, walk up to the car, drive, you know, another ten, fifteen minutes home, and then just that that commute is like oh, I don't wanna do that. Yeah. yeah. That is
1: actually my work commute. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's probably your work commute as well. Yeah, yeah. But it actually helps. It it's actually it actually helps if you live in the burbs, so it's like cheaper rent and yeah. everything. Yeah, but also live close to the station, like walking yeah. distance to the station. Yeah, that's good. Then it's actually like takes that one step away. That's so good. That's good. But we don't have. Neither of us have that. We both need a drive to the station.
0: Yeah. Which isn't too bad because of the work from home situation. So we only go – I only go in to work once a week or something. I feel like it's also – on the flip side, it's also an excuse to kind of like be in my bubble. Yeah. Because, oh, it's too far or I don't have the car. I don't know. It's just there's there's things I – it's more easy for me to say no to stuff. Not that I want to, but – it's not even in the option. Like it's not in my option to just be like if I was in the city, hey, Julia, walk down, meet you at the cafe, let's get a drink or, or I don't know, get lunch or something. That's not an option. So so it helps me right now I'm trying to focus on saving money mm-hmm. and, and, you know, doing other stuff with my money. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it yeah. makes
1: sense. It's like you can play that card. Yeah. When you're living in the burbs like, oh bit far yeah I don't have the car so I can't go to the station like yeah whereas like if you're someone who's not good at saying no to your friends then yeah move to the burbs
0: yeah because it's extra effort to get anywhere so you need a plan ahead yeah for sure yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) do you have friends that come visit you not not often but also I haven't been a very good host I haven't invited anyone i well, I have invited a couple of people, but I think I need to become a better host. But right now, I'm not. I'm not bothered. What do you mean by better host? You mean like, like you just invite people and yeah, just oh, invite okay. people. <laughs> like I need to just do invite first, people. Like do the first step. Yeah, do <laughs> the first step. Like I've invited you over, and uh, yeah, like, well, I kind of invited myself too. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just chill with you, and then I've invited a a uh, couple of other friends over. But also, I think I've just been lazy, like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just, I'll see you at a restaurant or. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But we have like, yeah, I I love doing, we should do barbecue. I mean, barbecue, I mean, hot pot pot again. But you know, when friends come visit me
1: to the suburbs, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you you for driving all the way. Yeah. Friend. You know? Yeah. Let me walk you around the block. Yeah. I want you to see like the area. (laughs) Yeah. And like I'll do like a little sightseeing thing. I'll be like, "This is the river. <laughs> this is the you know walking track." Oh yeah,
0: well your place has that. Like no, the, your place the river. is so
1: nice too because you so rocks. Okay. It is basically next to like this whole nice like
0: reserve. So you have yeah, all these like we could birds. do a little little walk. Yeah, true. It's like, like, like a tiny. It's like a little little
1: reserve. But your balcony looks out into this green. Yeah, it's true. So nice. Yeah, yeah. The balcony
0: is pretty good, and the birds and like you go
1: you can see the sky. Yeah, like, the yeah. Panoramic yeah. view of the sky. It's a pretty good balcony. It's a really good balcony. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the burbs have yeah know, perks so like that. It's not bad. And also, must add the Asian food. Did we already mention the that Asian food <laughs> is yeah. the best? Like people are like, hey, where, what? Where's the best Korean restaurant? Yeah. You know, do people say that? Like, oh, where's the best Chinese restaurant? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, you got to come out to the burbs because mm-hmm. like everything in the city is just overpriced and it's it's, it's kind of true, yeah. That good, yeah. yeah.
0: It yeah. isn't. It's kind of mediocre because there's so many of them. Sometimes. Yeah. So they I don't know. have to do. Yeah, yeah, like they don't
1: have to try that hard. Yeah, yeah. And it's more like a drinking place. Yeah. Than true. like a, you know, come for the Korean
0: food. You know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like with the city, or if there's a dinner in the city we're talking pretty deep about like the social aspect of Sydney Mm -hmm. for us right now also this is us right now in our early 30s like it's it's just different and post-covid but um when there's something on in the city like with friends Mm. it's almost like okay there's two aspects to it one is I try to organize it so I can get there after work so I'll go into Mm -hmm. the office that day so it's like Convenient to be from the office to the dinner and Mm. then I'll come home. Another thing is, you feel a bit more inclined to dress up a little bit or something. It's just a bit more, you know, you might be going to a nicer restaurant or something. So you feel like, you know, and you're going to work. So you feel like you need to dress up a bit. But when you're in the burbs, like, you know, and you're just with your partner or whatever, it's the weekend. I actually love, this is so sad, but I love like just window shopping at Westfield or just going to the mall, doing the groceries, getting my nails done at my local nails place, but my nails aren't done right now. But, um, and just being in casual, very casual where like no one really knows me around here. Yeah. I'm not going to bump into anyone. Yeah. It feels nice. Does that make sense? That's like, sounds like my weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. But you you look like – it looks like there's some cool cafes around you.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's some cool – there's some – that's a cool thing about Sydney. Mm -hmm. So, there's always a cool cafe in every
0: suburb. Okay. Yeah. I haven't found one in mine yet. (laughs) Maybe I – because I'm not Mm. really looking. There's one yeah. across the road actually. Maybe I should check it yeah, out tomorrow. I think
1: there is a good one in your area. But yeah, that's one really good thing about Sydney mm. actually. Like coffee, coffee is amazing in Sydney. Yeah. You'll find a good cafe. Pretty much not all of them are good, but you'll find one in every area. I basically already said this, but in every suburb. Yeah.
0: It's pretty like Coffee in Sydney is just Aussie coffee, okay. Melbourne might top it, but Australian coffee in general is just next level. Mm. So context, Starbucks failed in Australia, so
1: it's making a comeback though.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but but it's just the coffee culture here is very um, mature, Mature. and you know people have a palate for coffee and um, they know what they like the i don't know because you were a barista so what, what's the difference because why is it that you know say you know i've been to italy or france and then also to america and like tried the different coffee i'm just like nothing hits hits home mm. nothing compares and in my mind it's the milk here is better or okay. the coffee beans or the the way we make it or the process is better yeah. i don't know you can answer my question
1: I would say so. What do you? What what coffee do you? Wait, a little bit of context. I was a coffee barista for like six years. Yeah. So, so you have a you I'm have the qualifications to say as well. I can speak on this topic, and I would say I'm pretty good at making coffee. I'm pretty good at making coffee at my home as well. Oh, like okay. In my little machine. Oh my gosh. I'm very proud. Anyways, um, I'm
0: not good at making coffee. I can teach and you. And I'm also, even though I just sounded like a coffee snob just now, I'm also not a snob because. I'm also fine with Starbucks. Like in in yeah. Hong Kong there's not much good coffee mm. or if it's really good it's like 10 bucks Aussie I for think, a cup.
1: I think you are a coffee snob because you're from Sydney. You're from Sydney. <laughs> who has a palate for sweet drinks too because mm. if you drink milk tea and all that mm-hmm. you're always going to like the sweet stuff from Starbucks. Like I love mm-hmm. sweet sweet drinks. Yep, you know yep, like yep. the cappuccinos and stuff. Yeah yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um, but if you're getting like a cappuccino or like a flat white mm-hmm. or whatever coffee, mm-hmm. it's different. It's like, oh, no, I want an Aussie standard. It's just different. Aussie is yeah. just different. Okay. Go on. Okay. So I think maybe, I think the Italians like just do coffee differently. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Italy, but mm-hmm. from what I've um, seen on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I you think, would know still. I, it, I think they like drinking espressos.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and if you're an espresso lover, then you might like, you it, might there. like it there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Whereas, like, the coffee culture here in Australia, it is very milk-based. Mm. Like, you do have your espresso drinkers. And then you've got, like, the macchiatos, which is mm. an espresso with a dash of hot milk and a bit of, like, froth mm-hmm. from the milk. Mm-hmm. So, there's macchiatos and then you've got, like, a piccolo, which is the next one up. It's like a little latte glass, mm-hmm. one shot of coffee, and it's got hot milk and a little bit of froth on the top. And then you've got your flat whites, which is like a cappuccino.
0: I like my flat whites and lattes. Flat
1: whites, lattes. And then you've got your cappuccino, which is like frothy and mm-hmm. has chocolate on top. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I just think like if you're someone who likes drinking milky coffees, Milky coffee. Yeah. We do the milk really well here, but it's also like the way we froth it. Mm. Every coffee machine, I mean, every cafe in Sydney has like the best espresso machine. Oh, uh, okay. They don't. Go like, you know,
0: random, random No,
1: most cafes, all the good ones at least, they all have like this brand called like Lumazoco. Like, Mm -hmm. they basically all have that, or another one that I don't remember the name of. It's either one, this one, or the other one. But everyone takes their machines really seriously, and
0: people recognize the machines too. (laughs) That's so funny that that's what it is. It's the machine. The machine. So it's the machine. The value in investing a good machine is how our coffee culture is like this. I think it's also the bar- the culture of the baristas. Mm-hmm. There's
1: a lot of baristas who are baristas like full-time.
0: Mm-hmm. As
1: we chatted before, it goes back yeah. to the minimum wage yeah. thing. But like you can – like there are lots of baristas who do that full-time mm-hmm. and it's a fun job. Like I did it. yeah, And yeah, it's like creative yeah. and – you get really into it and you want to get better and better. So that's why the coffee is so good because you have all these baristas who are like, you know, trying to improve their art every day.
0: And it's I think it's different in Sydney too because say you start a new job or you're in a new area or you always have your order or you have that relationship like that's my cafe that I go to every day or whenever yeah. I go there, I always go to that cafe or that person recognises my name or something. It's very personal. Yeah, it is. So it's almost like people don't want to just go to Starbucks and go to a, you know, big branded place. They want to have something that is theirs. Yeah, so that's I think that's what's special Yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, you said it so right. Like yeah. it's that – personalized feeling, like, oh, yeah, my go-to. This is my go-to cafe and you invite Mm -hmm. your friends there. And Also, like, ties back in with, like, working in Sydney as well. There's actually a huge coffee culture when you're working in the office as well. Yeah. It is definitely, like, a thing, like, just going to (laughs) – Chatting about, like, your local – like, where is good coffee? Or getting a coffee with a, co- a colleague. Yeah, getting a yeah. coffee together. That's, like, very, very normal Australian culture. I don't know yeah. if that's normal in American culture. But it's quite normal to, like, come to work. With a coffee. No, like, oh, and come get to a work coffee. at, like, nine. Yeah. And then step out and get a coffee with, like, the workers oh, yeah. and come back. Yeah. Very common. That's common. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that would be – I don't know if that's like a global thing or just an Australian thing. Mm -hmm. We actually asked some questions to our podcast friends. Yes. And asked them if they had any questions about Sydney. Yeah. And what it's like living in Sydney. Mm -hmm. So we have some questions here. Question one from the Worst Asian podcast. Lingy. From Lingy. Yeah. How does your brain process the reverse seasons? Chris- Christmas when it's hot and have no snow, etc.
0: Well, to me, they're not reverse seasons because they are real seasons. Exactly. I was afraid, <laughs> like, what the hell? These what are, you are the real seasons. Re- you guys are reversed. Anyone in the Northern Hemisphere is reversed from us. Yeah. Because we are the truth <laughs> yeah but it was like it our even, seasons are the true it's not seasons even like opposite it's like reverse it's like is it I, I thought it was just opposite yeah i was just surprised that he used the word reverse what well, is kind of reversed because Isn't then it... spring is if it's our spring it's their autumn
1: but doesn't reverse assume that like what he has is
0: the norm oh yeah see it's just—it's not reverse, just opposite. opposite? Yeah, exactly. that's come on, Americans. You know, they think so, the world yeah. revolves
1: around <laughs> them.
0: <laughs> so true, and it's like no snow. Like, Anyways, that's the norm. I, f- yeah. Anyways, the norm for us is hot summer, hot Christmas. Winter's in the middle of the year. Our summer holidays are with Christmas holidays, so it's mm-hmm. a long. Like two-month school holiday, which makes complete sense because Mm. what's the point of just five days in Christmas and then –
1: What? Is that that how American holidays work? Well,
0: in Europe, you only get like a week off for Christmas and then New Year's. Yeah, that's not your real – their real uh, summer holiday is in June, like June, July, August. And then that's why they start school in September, which is so weird. Mm.
1: (laughs) That is weird. That is weird very reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was nice to have wondered what it's like to have a snowy Christmas. Yeah, you know? of course. Because and,
0: in movies and stuff, it's yeah, like
1: that. Yeah. Honestly, it was a bit confusing growing up because mm-hmm. you watch all the Christmas movies have snow around them and, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense for Santa to wear such a warm suit. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, you're like, hmm, <laughs> yeah. Santa is like sweating because yeah. he's hot. Yeah. And it's, like, really hot here in the summer.
0: Yeah, and people, like, go to the beach. Yeah.
1: But I honestly wouldn't have, I think, Christmas and, yeah, the summer break any other way. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Like, mm-hmm. when I think of Christmas, I think of, oh, go to the beach. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think of, like, seafood. <laughs> I yeah. think of, like, oh yeah seafood, having oysters and uh, prawns and, like, just a hot day with family and friends. Yeah. That's Sunny so true. Yeah.
1: What's your do you kind of have like a Christmas uh ritual or no a really. traditional we like just, tradition?
0: We just have like a meal. But Christmas to my family isn't such a big deal. Yeah. But we just have like a meal together. Yeah. Or goes to, go to like family friends places. What would normally be on that, um on the table? Like well It's actually a mixture of like Asian stuff. If we're going to family friend places, maybe like Asian stuff, Western. There's definitely, there's still ham. leg of ham. Yeah, there's still some kind of ham, seafood, probably just a barbecue of some sort. I think that's pretty standard. There's always boiled prawns Mm -hmm.
1: that you peel. So Mm -hmm. I feel like Christmas is always about peeling prawns. Yeah. And... I think we don't really. My family we don't really celebrate Christmas because they mm-hmm. always just went to church. Yeah, so we don't have a Christmas tradition mm-hmm. at all. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, but we kind of create our own tradition with Ryder and Rider's family. Mm-hmm. So every Christmas we always do the same thing. We do like a like a seafood run. Mm-hmm. Go to the fish markets. Ryder's mom normally does that, mm-hmm. and then we normally do like maki which is like the handmade oh, rolls. Yum. With, like, sushi, like sashimi and avocado Yum, that's and, like, dip it in, like, you know, wasabi and soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Normally have the aircon on and <laughs> yeah, wear white. I think sometimes we have, like, themes. or are like, oh, let's wear white. I feel like yeah. a lot of people wear white. We talked about this in another episode. I don't know. Yeah. How like, white linen. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wears white linen because <laughs> it's cool. Um, <laughs> it's very Aussie, As in, like, Aussie temperature cool. Temperature do cool. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In summer as well. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's, like, intri- I, I like it. I just love the mm-hmm. beach, going to the beach, so yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: I would say I would add that um working in fashion and being growing up in Sydney, it's definitely harder, reversed because mm-hmm. Australia is always a season behind, like in retail or in fashion, but at the same time, I feel like that's what has created some very unique brands that have come from sydney that i feel like are pretty big now in globally like i think yeah like brands like say zimmerman dion lee yeah just other brands like aussie fashion labels i think they do pretty well overseas especially you know we know our swimwear and things like that so yeah i feel like there's a unique point of view but then at the same time we're also a bit random because yeah, the seasons don't always match.
1: Yeah, actually, though, I also want to add like I do. I have experienced like a snowy Christmas because mm-hmm. that's our Chris. You know, that's our summer break, so that's when I'd go to Korea quite a lot, mm-hmm. like growing up. So yeah, mm-hmm. but it's kind of hard to enjoy the ho- like those holidays when it's cold. cold.
0: I-, I think I almost had a cold Christmas that year away um in France and yeah got to go to like the Christmas markets and stuff which was fun like having mulled wine another thing we do here in Sydney I don't know if it's Sydney or in the world um but people do Christmas in July mm. is that an Aussie thing
1: it's not an Aussie thing but it's a global do thing it. okay uh, yeah, yeah I think it's a global thing
0: okay yeah, yeah. well we can do that if we
1: want <laughs> yeah i've never done it i've never oh, done it either i do I've always wanted to wear an ugly Christmas sweater, though. Ah,
0: oh, yeah, okay. can't do that.
1: Okay, maybe we can do. It, maybe we can do it in July, like for one of the okay, episodes. We could, we could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next question: Curtis from the Infatuation Podcast asks, mm. "Do you call Bs on your report
0: card? Asian Fs? Ha ha ha, ha <laughs> ha ha, ha ha ha. Do you want you, you answer it first?
1: Well." This is hard for me to answer because my parents didn't really care about school marks, which is so good. Have I ever no. told you? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, okay. That's so, I think a little bit, but yeah, my parents didn't really care so much. So it's hard for me to answer. Okay. But what's interesting is that we don't do A, B, C, D, E, Fs. Mm-hmm.
0: Is E even, I don't
1: even know if E is a school. I score. don't know.
0: A, I think A, B, C, well, last time we were talking with Curtis, ABCD. F or whatever, if they even have E, that's an American system. Yes, yeah, so I don't even of know if grading, grading. Um, E exists. What was your grading at school? Was it also D, H, D, like high yeah. distinction, distinction, competent, then participation?
1: Yeah, something like something that. So not it's completely good. <laughs> different. I yeah. think in in high school, I don't remember what it was like in primary school, but in high school, it's that system that rocks just said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we actually had like a average score or median score. I don't know if – I think that was my high school. But mm. next to your score out of 100, mm-hmm. they would put the median score next to it so you can see where you're sitting with the oh, rest with of the, the grade. Average. Did yeah, you have yeah.
0: that? Uh, I think we did. I think we did as well. And we had the rank on our report cards. Oh, we d- I didn't oh, have you that. We didn't have ranks.
1: I only had that – Nah, I didn't have ranks. It, it nah. really sucks when you know you're like second last in –
0: Yeah, that sucks. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was a small class, but you're like...
0: Even though you... But I think you end up figuring it out because you know what the highest was and what the lowest was. Yeah, yeah. Something like that.
1: Teddy from a Briefcase podcast asks, how would you sell Sydney to someone who's thinking of moving here or traveling here? Okay, we've got a pretty good healthcare system. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like those are really good two really good reasons to move here. Don't you reckon? Yeah. We've yeah. got a pretty good like work life balance, work yeah, life we balance. Just spoke about that. We have great coffee, great coffee. And yeah, let's go back to the education thing cuz yeah. the public the public education system here is like pretty good. Mm-hmm. You always have like teachers going on strikes and asking for more, like yeah. you know, there's It's good you know, to like, speak up like yeah, we yeah. Just said before. Yeah. Um and I went to a public school my mm-hmm. whole life. Mm-hmm. So I had a very positive public school experience. And mm-hmm. just thinking about how my education was free. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And even like university here, we have like the heck system, mm-hmm. um, which is great as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you? How would you sell it? Maybe uh, say something
0: different. Something different. I think if you get the chance definitely come to australia if and if you come to australia i think you definitely need to stop stop by sydney anyway like you're gonna be in australia anyway so you might as well stop by in sydney and also we're just on the other side of the world like why wouldn't you want to visit us it's so different the beaches are so beautiful everyone says good things about it so Some people come here and they don't want to leave, so I think that says a lot. And lastly, from Isabel
1: from Proudly Asian Podcast, where do I find a single
0: Chris Hemsworth? (laughs) (laughs) So I I, I didn't know, but Julie actually knows where he lives.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he lives in Byron Bay, which is like northern New South Wales, and he lives in a $50 million house, but unfortunately he's not single. He's mm-hmm. very much married. <laughs> uh, but I feel like if you come here, there might be a few people who kind of look like, you know, that vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like, like around the
0: coastal, vibe. beachy vibe. Go, go to Byron Bay. I think Zach Efron found a girlfriend there for a while. Um, oh, really? Yeah. He, he dated some girl from a cafe for a while. And then, I don't know, something happened. <laughs>
1: Let's get nourished. Okay, so today I have brought not a soup, unfortunately. I couldn't get around to making a soup. Oh, good. This looks really good. But instead I brought like a rice dish and it is takikomi gohan. Is that Japanese? Yeah. Takikomi gohan? It's not Korean. It's a Japanese dish Mm -hmm. uh, that Ryudo made and basically, it's like a it's a rice dish with. You can go, you can try really? it. Yeah, I'll I'll explain what it is as you eat it. Mm. Um, so it's like I a, was like celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cooked. So it's like in a one pot. You cook cook the rice. You add in the sauce, which is like soy sauce and like mirin. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit of sake. I'm not sure. And then you add in, like, toppings, like carrot, like raw carrot. Mm -hmm. In this case, we put some pork in there. Mm -hmm. But typically, it's, like, chicken thigh or um, Mm -hmm. maybe, like, prawns or, like, any sort of protein. Mm -hmm. And then I think he added, like, bamboo shoots and mushrooms. Mm -hmm. But basically, you can put in, like, whatever you like. Like, you can put in a bit of... Konyaku, or like your yeah, different mushrooms, like, yeah, mm. there's different things, but I think the classic is like carrot, mushroom, and a pro- protein.
0: Hmm. Mm, it's good, just in the pot. I feel like you get this sometimes at restaurants, like very homey cha- mm. Japanese restaurants. Maybe. Yeah, do you have a, is there a Korean version? I really love this dish
1: because. Mm. It's so easy to make. as long as long It's a meal. Get, yeah. It's a meal. And as long as you get the ratio right. Yeah. Like with the water. Mm-hmm. I think that's the trickiest part. Like putting the right amount of water in to make mm-hmm. sure the rice is cooked. Mm-hmm. And like not too soggy, but mm-hmm. not too hard, you know. Yeah, the ratio. It's like a bit sticky. Mm. This is like quite good. Yeah. It's very good um, texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a really good lazy day mm-hmm. dish. But it's so yummy, especially when mm-hmm. it's like freshly made mm it's also really good the next day.
0: This reminds me of um what my mum would sometimes make as a lazy dish but um not all these toppings just uh, in chinese it's in Kanto, it's called garnio chu fan or it could be any it could be anything you want, but it's basically like the dried scallop and it's um rehydrated in water and then you kind of separate the bits and then you just put it in rice and it's like becomes a flavoured rice and you just kind of just eat it. So it's like a lazy dinner and then you might have just veg or something else, egg with it, I don't know, whatever. But it's like a flavoured rice with mm. stuff in it, but it's not fried rice. Mm. It's just yeah. cooked in the pot as yeah. well. And when it's ready, it's just mix it and it's ready to go. <laughs> I th-
1: I love flavoured rice.
0: Yeah. That sounds really good. I
1: like to try Mm. like the Chinese version,
0: but I feel like Japanese rice is just so good compared. I don't know unless unless Chinese people like sometimes use that sticky rice. Do you use like short grain rice or do you have long grain rice more? I don't know. I feel like there's different types Mm. because like Koreans
1: like having the short grain rice, Mm -hmm. and Japanese people Mm -hmm. like the short grain. Mm -hmm. I think Chinese they do long rice. Yeah when i had the salmon head soup
0: mm. at your place i had long that was long yeah i think i just had jabs jasmine rice that day but then in general i do like having korean rice and then if chinese people want to have more short grain then generally it might be the sticky rice mm. or something else yeah okay if you listen
1: to this <laughs> every episode, time please dm us like, I'd really
0: love to just say hi. Yeah. I and thank you.
1: Thanks for listening. And just chat. We yeah. just have a
0: conversation.
1: Um, literally a DM away. We're always on Instagram. Yeah. Like, so how did you find
0: us? Why are you listening? What did you think? Yeah.
1: So, What please, else do you want to listen to? You can find us on Asian Soup Podcast, on Instagram, YouTube, and all the podcast <laughs> channels. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in and yeah we'll see you in the next one yeah see you in the next one bye